Hello and welcome to our radio program. The time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International. Shop 12 Block AAJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's now join Rev. Andrew Green for Part 4 of the topic, Dynamics of Spiritual Warfare. Welcome to our last week in our study on understanding the dynamics of spiritual warfare. We want to look this week on the subject matter, the basis of our victory as intercessors. But just a quick reminder of one item that stands out from the last presentation that we did, which is the mouth of the believer. What comes from our mouth will aid the enemy or give us victory in the war that we are fighting. So whatever comes from our lips, either cause us to be defeated by the enemy or cause us to have the battle and the upper hand of the enemy. So we're looking at the basis of our victory. We recognize from a careful study of the word that Satan plans to attack the believer. That is a personal attack that he actually launches at us. His plan to attack us as believers is very personal. Now, Satan cannot touch us unless we give him permission. And also the Lord gives him permission. So it's a two-folded thing. We giving him permission, meaning we'd have reopened some doors and get ourselves defiled all over again. And or God has given him permission to test us. In Job 1.12, it comes out, the Lord said to Satan, or told Satan, everything that he has is in your paw, but you must not lay hands on him. Then Satan left the Lord's present. Satan left the Lord's present. Now, we are often ignorant of the nature and the strategy of Satan. We are ignorant of Satan's nature and also his strategies that he will use against us. Now the scripture warns us not to be ignorant of the enemy's schemes. Second Corinthians 2.11 brings this out. I don't, I don't want Satan to out with us. After all, we are not ignorant of Satan's scheming that he would want to perform around us and also in the world. The basis of our victory is in God's love for us and our ability to wear the full armor of God. So two things that stands out regarding our victory, we must acknowledge the love, we must be clothed with the love, we must be manifesting the love, and this now enhances the wearing of the armor of God. We normally quote from scripture, of the tip of our tongue, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness and all that. But at the same time, we have the knowledge but not the understanding of the armor itself and the love of God. Ephesians 6, 11 to 12 brings it all very clear regarding the armor. It tells us to put on the old armor that God supplies from the God's Word translation. In this way, you'll be able to take a stand against the devil's strategies. Verse 12. This is not the, a wrestling match against a human opponent. We are wrestling with rulers, authorities, and the powers who governed this world, world of darkness, and spiritual forces that control evil in the heavenly world. So we are able now to identify with the victory. In the book of Colossians, it also tells us that Christ himself made an open show of Satan and Calvary's cross. By this it means, and it is actually saying to us, that when he died, they thought it was finished as he made the utterance, but they misread him, recognizing that he was closing an era and opening up a brand new era known as grace. And this is why dispensed to us today is grace. And grace now determines the appropriation of the measure of grace that rests upon us, that typifies the anointing that is upon our life. So 
as we have reasoned with the scriptures, we recognize the basis of our victory revolves around the resurrection of Jesus. It is true this that God himself through his son was made able to make an sh open show of Satan on Calvary's cross. There's power in the resurrection. Yes, he died. Yes, he was taken off the cross. He was buried. Yes, he rose again from the dead. Yes, he stands tall. But the key is to identify the resurrection power. He ascended. He will be coming back as the one who rose from the dead. Many died. Some rose on the instruction of the Lord and the various prophets over time. But they died again. But we have a savior who came in the form of 100% man, 100% God, who stood also as the mediator now between God and man. He's at the right hand of the Father, still making intercession for mankind. And all this is made possible through the resurrection power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is important for the church then to search diligently through scriptures. What else are we searching for? We're searching for biblical principles. Biblical principle that will, one, enhance our lifestyle, and secondly, that will also cause us to move and climb to the different levels of the warfare that is set before us. It is important, very, very important, that as we go through the scriptures, we are able to go firstly in the Old Testament, which sets the, new, the foundation for the New Testament. As we go in the Old Testament, what were we looking for? We are looking on warfare principles that was used by Israel. We are looking, starting even before Israel and the promise to Abraham. We go right into Genesis 3.15, where it tells us about the seed of the woman, bruising the head of the serpent. Likewise, the heel would have been bruised. We see that manifesting today where, yes, Jesus was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. Chastism and bring priests, rest upon him. And by his stripe, we are able to be made whole. All of this is made possible possible because of biblical principles that were established and based on this it's able to enhance our warfare skill set in psalm 144 verse 1 it tells us teach our hands out to war and our fingers out to fight that mean we have the basis for the victory it the foundation of god stands sure the foundation of god stands very sure the word echoes itself that where two or three are gathered touching anything pertaining to the name of lord in the midst it's through grace that we are able to access this it's through grace that we are able to do this daniel 11 tells us only those who know god can do mighty exploits why the basis for our victory is already established the basis for our victory is already established so we need now to be able to go forward and establish the kingdom of God. We look in the New Testament and when we go through the book of Acts, the Acts of the Holy Spirit, we are able to see how the church was established. The church started on warfare and the church will end on warfare. We see the battle manifesting over time as Paul went into different regions. We see Philip the Evangelist manifesting on the basis of the victory of the believers as intercessors going in to territories. We remember one such story where he was able to minister effectively in the land after he was able to confound with the power of God, the man, Simon the sorcerer. We recognize that the scripture reminds us regarding the basis of our victory, that the kingdom that we are a part of as intercessors is not about talking only, but about a demonstration of the Spirit's power. We are called to demonstrate the Spirit's power. We are called to demonstrate the Spirit's power. And based on this, it is simply saying to us, we have the victory. We have been promised. The promise has been fulfilled. And we are manifesting the promise. And this is why as we bring this month's teaching to a close, we want to be reminded, we want to make it extremely clear that it is important for us as intercessors to understand the dynamics of spiritual warfare. 
want us to remember also Satan's plan to attack the believer is personal. We want us to remember as we close this month's teaching off that we are often ignorant of the nature of Satan. We need to remember also the basis of our victory is in God's love. No greater love than this when he laid on his life for his friend. And the final thing we need to remember as we close this month's teaching, what comes from our mouth can cause us to win the battle or it can cause Satan to gain the victory. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will empower us, O Lord, to wear the whole arm of God, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, gird our loins with truth, give us that shield of faith to ward off the fiery darts of the evil one, shut our feet to the preparation of gospel of peace, that we can go on the mountain declaring your love. Lord, your word also tells us that out of our mouths will come the sharp towards sword to execute judgment and also to make war with the kingdom of darkness in accordance to Revelation 19, 11, in the name of Jesus. O Lord, empower us in the name of Jesus, that we will not be outwitted by the enemy known as Satan and his cohorts in the name of Jesus. O Lord, empower us to submit to your will as we resist the devil, knowing that he will flee from us. So we say thanks again for loving us and dying for us. In Jesus' name, amen. We invite you to join us next month for a new topic where we'll be looking on the person of the intercessor we're going to zoom in and evaluate our lives a little more as intercessor we're going to be looking at the person of the intercessor thank you for listening this is your host reverend andrew e green thanks for joining us on today's edition of the time for intercession is now brought to you by proclaim ministers international and our kind sponsors aj's wholesale and supermarket credence global logistics shen ashar holdings Neymar's Pharmacy and Remler Productions. The time for intercession is now is inviting interested persons to be a part of our live studio audience every first Friday at our office at Shop 12 Block A, AJ's Complex 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. For more information, call us at 876-615-5801, WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594, or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us on another edition of The Time for Intercession is Now. I remember coming upon a bunch of people, and I heard these people pray. They prayed with a power that I've never heard before. You know, you you have some people who are so masterful at what they do that you go home and you resign in your heart from ever praying like that because you think you're not capable. I think that is the way that this book came about. It came about after I was asking the Lord, teach me how to pray. And when I asked him to teach me how to pray, he did not answer like with a glib little phrase or give me a sentence or handed me a formula. What God did was invite me on several adventures. He showed me the burden of prayer. He showed me the labor of love that is prayer. He showed me how he hears me always. He shows me how to get answers to my prayers. And in the adventure is where I learned to pray. 
Prayer is about relationship with God. It's about talking to Him. It's not about how you sound as it is so much about the sincerity of your heart, the purity of your motive. So many persons have come to me and asked, how do you pray like that? How did you get there? And that's what this book is about, living under an open heaven. It's actually my testimony of why I've experienced so much favor how I've had so many prayers answered, why my rate of answered prayers are so high, what makes me an effective intercessor. It's about getting to the place where it's almost like you always have an audience in heaven and it comes out of real relationship. That's how my first book, Living Under an Open Heaven, came about. The greatest takeaway that you'll have from this book is the fact that it will impact you at a heart level and that you will be imparted with the spirit of grace and supplication living under an open heaven preparing a generation to pray unstoppable prayers is available now on amazon.com september 15 in paperback open up.